Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, y'all? Dang, I sound like I'm from the South. Uh, what's up? How you guys doing? It's <laughs> the First Shot Podcast. It's your boy, Chase the Dream Pammy. Ian, Silverback Butler. And uh, we're back. Back after a big week last week. Ian was out competing in Texas at Flow Grappling. Yeah. Who's number one? So Who's number one? Cap on that. Last week here at Gold Rush, Las Vegas, we had a lot of things going on with the uh, Cliff Keen tournament. We had plenty of college teams in the gym. Lots of great exposure for Gold Rush and for our gym out here. Um, but first, this podcast is being, bought, being brought to you by none other than bet online bet online for all your betting needs uh nfl season still going strong uh chase is probably happy that the eagles got smacked yeah we needed that smacked against the 49ers dude jesus christ uh and eagles territory uh if you if you're an opposite team going for the Eagles, don't ever show up to Eagles Stadium, bro. You're gonna get things thrown at you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't wear a Dallas jersey when I go there. I just wear some regular clothes. Yeah, yeah, too. <laughs> I'm there to enjoy the game, not get <laughs> not get snowballs thrown at, at me or, or jumped on the L or anything <laughs> like that. So, yeah, bro. So, but. Also, too, um, NBA, NBA is going on. They have the NC tournament for the first time. For all your betting needs, go to Bet Online. Use promo code Believe fifty to get your welcome off fifty percent off bonus. Use Bet Online and use promo code Believe fifty, dude. Yeah, sports is going on strong. And then, uh, yeah, speaking of sports, I competed in Austin, Texas. End up getting caught with a Kamara. I was going, I was going for it. I let it fly. And uh, I can live with that, bro. So it was an exciting match. It was going back and forth. It was cool. I had fun. It was really cool seeing myself in the big lights. And the, that walkout was super sick, bro, with the fog, the smoke, and being on who's number one, dude. And then um, I think it's uh, what we talk about all the time, the gratitude of just being in. Like, dude, not a lot of people usually usually have to... In wrestling, you have to be the best in the country to get picked on who's number one. In grappling, you have to be the best in the world to get picked on who's number one. I got picked. A lot of people can't even live those experiences, and it was dope, dude. It was a time of my life, bro. Even though Chase is the dream, chasing the dream family, I was living my dream for who's number one in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Well, I couldn't be there, bro. That was uh, that that was exciting for you. What uh, what was the most exciting thing about the entire experience? Dude, what did you enjoy most? Um, dude, that's hard to say. It was the whole trip was a vibe. Besides you not being there, uh, the uh, dude, the press conference was cool. Um. Dude, I I I've been to a lot of big organizations in my life. I've been to the Bellators, I've been to Glory, I even been to the UFC cornering guys. Uh, man, who's number one knows how knows how to treat their athletes. Um, everything from weigh-ins. Oh, my gift box. I got a gift box from Flow. As soon as I checked into the hotel, um, they had a little box, and uh, it was a Flow box. 
and it had a handwritten note that we're going to hang up in the gym. Um, I'm going to uh, hang up my rash guards and shorts because uh, it's a special moment for me. And then it was a handwritten note of being, thank you, Ian, so much for being part of the event. And I got a custom flow Yeti that they had in the box for me. And I got a custom flow hat. I don't really wear hats too much, so I gave it to my son, Robert. So, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. he, came up, he came up on something. But uh, it's just little stuff like that, man. Like the little gifts, the little stuff like that, that a lot of athletes don't even know or when they're coming through these little regional promotions, they don't know anything about. But once you make it to the top, like, you know, like when you go to the UFC, you get your Venom goodie bag, you know? Yeah. You get your Venom goodie bag. And I think like being in the show and having stuff like that is cool, man. And then uh, just the overall staff. Good job, Ian. Way to perform. It was exciting. Good job, man. Nothing but love. So I think it's those two things. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. Really yeah. proud of you for that. That's a great opportunity. Something you're, you're, you're uh, able to be a part of. Right. So yeah. look forward to the next time. Looks like right now you might be a couple months out from the next event possibly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're probably looking at February, which is like a quick turnaround for me, but, um, um, yeah, man. And then, um, the lessons I learned, um was uh man i i think we talk about all the time is like react 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 right so i was doing a good job of focusing on performance which my mental game was good there i had one last when i was uh I overthought one thing and that's the thing that got me caught right um other than that i was reacting on my feet uh reacting on bottom and then at one moment I overthink boom transition happened and that's when i got caught so um, I learned a lesson of that. And the one thing I added in that you actually do, and I think we should probably talk about, is um, journaling, actually, right? So I was journaling about my experience of what I made mistakes and then journaling, what can I add in or do different from this camp to the next one, mm -hmm. right? And yep. uh, it's something new. And then... Um, there's this company that I, uh, so I have a book that I always write down my goals and stuff like that. But um, journaling isn't, I, I always will write down my goals and then I always will write down like drills, right? And stuff like that. But journaling other things I'm totally new to, right? And I think you probably have more experience, right? But there's this company, right? Called, I'm gonna go to my Insta real quick. Right, and it is called Mind Journal. It's pretty simple, right? Mm -hmm. It's called Mind Journal. Right now, they're the number one journal for like man right now. And um, what they do with this journal is that they give you like a complete guide of like what you can journal every single day. Like, what are three gratitudes you can do? What are, what are you uh? what are you happy for? Write down three things that you're happy for. And it kind of gives you guidelines of what you should write every single day mm -hmm. besides, uh, besides me just writing down my goals and stuff like that. Right. Um, so yeah, man. So I'm getting into journaling. The company's going to send me the journal. They're from the UK. I think they're killing it right now with like journaling. So yeah, yeah, man. But I always heard you said like a member or like on big days, like you're just like, dude, I had a good day today. I journaled, went to church. And then after that, you're like, yo, I journaled today. 
So, um, yeah, man, tell me about uh, it's something new that I'm getting into. Tell me about your journaling experiences and when it started and then who taught you uh, and then like how are you doing now with journaling and everything else? It's something that really I got from church growing up through church and you always take mess uh, notes when you're going through sermons, but then also on your own times that I would in prayer, I would write journal things to God or journal journal things that I would read if, if there was a devotional that I was going through, or if there was something I was listening to, I would usually write about the topic and then, and, and then whatever. Right. So very, very topical based things, but that was always like a part of my life. And then while the years I was coaching college, actually as, as an athlete, I'd say it was one thing I didn't do a lot of, I think some people it works really well for and, and others um, there's different ways how things are done. I think some kind of note taking system or something like that is really helpful, especially for the ups and downs. You know, you read something that helps you remember what you were going through and how you broke through and how you got through this and how you got through that. And maybe you're, you're in a low time of your career and you look back on your journal and you can, and you can see a time when you were doing really well and what was going on. It really becomes a, a book that you can rely on for data and information because as an athlete, business owner, anyone that's chasing some kind of high level of success in whatever they're doing, there's these ebbs and flows, right? Ups and downs, highs and lows. And to be able to manage those, it's really hard. And that was a great tool to be able to look back on, on the good days and on the bad days, good days, makes you more thankful for the good days when you can look back on the bad days and, and remember for two weeks I was struggling. I wasn't able to get the takedown that I wanted in practice. I wasn't able to finish the submission or I was getting taken down more than usual over those two weeks. And then you kind of break through those points because you have these points in your career where you're you, – in breakthrough moments where you're breaking through and you have moments where you're trying to figure out how to break through jump, jump levels. A lot of people say jump levels, right? And so when you are trying to jump those levels, you need to have thankfulness and you need to have reminders of the good times, right? Like I'm saying, you're going through great times. It's great to look back on your journal and look at the tough times because it makes you more grateful for where you're at. Right. I don't think a lot of people do that. I think a lot of times people look at their journals and say, man, I'm going through a bad time. They wait till they're going through a bad time or a real rough patch to look back on their journal on a pot and get, get a positive reinforcement or, or get a positive feeling, right? Some kind of encouragement, which that's not bad, but you need to be able to look at that in the good times and, and in the bad times. Frustrating times, successes, victories, defeats, et cetera, right? So I think that's really, that's the, that's the powerful tool of a journal is, is, it becomes a, a, a book of data, becomes a book of memories, becomes a book of reminders. Um, it becomes a book of really, and something even for me now, sometimes as a business owner chasing success, it's, I wish I kept better track of things sometimes. I do on my phone or I have small bits that I've written down where I remember, Hey, this was a, this was a really great week. I'm really grateful for this moment and opportunity that I got to achieve this thing. 
far as a consistency basis in my work, I wouldn't say it's something that I do as much, much right. more on a personal note, personal note for my faith, for my prayers, for whatever I might be going through, talking to God, listening to sermons, reacting to those responding by writing stuff down and, and allowing God to speak to me through writing in my journal and different things like that. So for me, it's, it's really kind of more of a spiritual outlet, but I know people in sports, business people who do a really great job of, of keeping those dialogues going. And it, and it is, it's a book of data. It's a book of reminders. It's a book to be able to look back on in the good times and bad times. We do it for our kids too. Our, 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 our youth kids, before every practice, they get a topic, something that they write about, and we talk about it. It's really, really important. I think not just journaling, but also journaling and talking about it. I don't know about you, but I'm more of a verbal processor. I like to talk things out. That, that helps me really process through everything. But journaling and then taking that also to conversation. So we do that with our kids, and we let them talk about what they're struggling with or what they're succeeding at, or what they're doing well, or what they're not doing well, what their fears are, how they can jump past this opponent, right? Or, or how they could get better at this match. And all the kids hear it, and then everybody kind of grows from it together. It's all those little things that you do that, that help jump levels. Make sense? No, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Um, so how old, like, were you when you started doing this? Like, like... uh Back in high school. Back in high school. Okay. So, and then you took it to a whole note. You started with church. And then how often did you use it in your athletic career? Not a lot. More, more so when I was on the international level. Okay. And I was done with college. I have journals. The The wrestling journal and my spiritual journey kind of blended together a lot in college. So a lot of my journaling and things that I wrote down were combined into the same book. So yeah. I was oftentimes writing about what was going on, not necessarily technical adjustments or what I could have done from this or what I could have done from that. And look, it's a game of inches. And so that helped me be successful, but sometimes you got to be able to look at it and say, Hey, Maybe if I would have done a little bit more once at once a once once a week, once every you know once a day in journal, maybe I would have had jumped even to another level in wrestling. So I'm not saying that it's absolutely um, you know it's it's uh, not something that it, it, it's something that like I I didn't do as consistently as I would have liked in college, and that might have been the difference between. It's a game of inches. You know this, right? Especially the, the higher up the mountain you go, these little, little, little moments, these little like inches of ground that you take, like it's that, that's all it is. It's all the difference is between the, the, the great ones at the top. I mean, everybody's athletic, everybody's tough, everybody's strong, everybody's mentally tough. There's all those different things, but to grow in all those areas, it's like very, very minute inches. It's like taking ground every inch is a, every inch is difficult, right? And you've got to fight for every inch when you are trying to be at the very top of something and being meticulous about every inch is why people are, that, that's why 
the greats are the greats. I always say it. That's why they're successful. That's why that's why success is so hard to achieve at the high at, at the highest level. And then you're talking about being the, the greatest in your sport or the greatest in what you do. Like I was listening to Elon Musk talk a couple weeks ago. He was talking about his life and he said, most people look at my life and it looks great, have all this money, success, but no one would want to be me. No one would want to be me. And yeah, I, I think about it. I wouldn't want to be that dude. I couldn't imagine all the, all the things that he deals with on a day-to-day basis, voices coming in, successes, failures, whatever it might be. But point is like people who are like that, the, 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 attention to the meticulous details, the attention to the, um, the, the inches that they're trying to take. They're meticulous about that. And that's why they're great. That's why they're successful. Yeah, dude. Um, all right. Talk about, um, I noticed there's a gap, right? So why did you stop in college? And then why did you start on the international level? Why did you start picking it up on an international level? Well, let me put it, let me rephrase that. I always journaled. Okay. Whether or not it was wrestling or not, that was, that was not a, I always journaled. So it's always been a part of my life, but I would say the international level got a little harder. I, I picked it up more, picked it up more to write about wrestling and technique because I was traveling a lot more, I was traveling a lot more. So you were picking up different techniques and different things that you maybe hadn't seen before. So that's really what I would use that for when I was traveling. And I would say now as a coach, technically, whenever I have camps and clinics and stuff like that, I'm a, I'm a student. I am learning, learning. Like I had the Oklahoma State guys in the other day, Tyler Caldwell, Chris Perry do a clinic. Man, I made sure to write that stuff down in my journal, you know. My athletes that I work with, my MMA fighters, I, I we get done with sparring. I write that stuff down in, in, in a journal now because I got to be able to keep track of it. Also, I'm doing so many things now. But I've gotten better and better with it as I've gotten older. But as an, as an athlete on the international level, I was seeing so many different things that it was hard to keep track of sometimes. And sometimes you go overseas, you're there for two weeks, you have a tournament, you have a training camp. You come back home, you it's easy to forget about really quickly, right? So you want to have a, a memory of that. You want to be able to look back at it and say, these are some things that, that I worked on. These are some th- things I need to get better at. Especially as I got older, my training had to change a little bit. So I had to be a little bit more dialed into my technique and what I was doing, making sure I was doing it properly. So being disciplined enough to take those notes and have those in there. I would say helped me towards the end of my career, especially when I wasn't able to train like I did when I was 22 years old, you know, 25 years old. Okay. Right. Nah, dude, it's great. Dude, this is all great. This is all really, really, really good. Um, yeah, man, dude, I think, uh, I think journaling is really important. I think, uh, when I really started writing stuff down and stuff like that, it just, uh, just made me a whole better person, you know? And I think, uh, absolutely like also like we're also business owners too right so i think like how many times we're like damn i had an idea i should have written that down come to us right probably a lot right um also let's talk about the power of 
writing stuff on your phone and your notes or actually putting it on paper, do you think it makes a huge difference? Well, we're from a little bit different generation. We're kind of that weird generation that's like right in the middle, right? We 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 didn't have smartphones when we were younger. Um and then we got them when we were in high school, college-ish age, you know, around that age. So we've kind of had a little bit of both worlds. And we have our kids at the gym bring a journal and write it. We don't allow them to take it on their phones. They must bring a, a journal to handwrite and a pen or pencil or whatever they have. Um, it's just common sense. You know, on a phone, if you have a phone in front of you, think about the alerts you get. Think about the email that comes through. Think about text message that comes through. Think about the alert you have for Instagram or, or what you have for this or that or whatnot. It's too many distractions. And if you're trying to journal and really be serious about it and really get the most out of it, it's going to be something that you're going to want to, you're going to want to use a pen and paper. We used to go on, I've been on a couple church retreats over my life when I was in high school, when I was in college. And one of the things I always really liked that we did is at some point everybody would spread out, whether we were out in the mountains or we were at a hotel banquet room, whatever it might be. And everybody would spread out and, and, take 20 minutes to, to journal about their experience and journal what they went through and what they learned and different stuff like that. Or even at the beginning of it, what they expected to learn. And then you kind of would revisit it at the end of the trip and be, this is what I expected to learn. This is what I learned. And then you can do a, a side-by-side -side comparison. So I, I, I really like that as far as, as far as something we did, but I think pen to paper. And I think, as minimal amount of distractions as possible, especially kids, especially youth kids, even high school kids. But our generation, this generation, it's really hard, even hard for me because you got so many, you got so many things coming, coming your way that do you actually take the time to stop, be bored for a few minutes, and not let the outside stuff come into your mind and really journal right? Journal, like take those notes about what you're doing. You're going to forget it. It's going to, my, my youth pastor used to always say, um, the, the quote he would always say, um, oh man, oh, better, better a, oh, it's, I can't remember the quote. I wish I had him. I wish I had him on, but basically it was, it was, it was just, uh, it, it's better to have a, like a it's better to have a short pen or it's better to have a, a long pen than a short memory or something like that. And basically he was saying is like, it's better to have a pen to paper where you're writing, where you're writing notes rather than trying to remember what you hear, you know? So I love that. I'm a, I'm a big fan of pen to paper. So am I dude. Like it's uh dude. I, I know there's studies, bro. I know there's studies, but like, there's a difference of when you actually write it down than opposed to like, like, Oh, let me just put it on my phone. Right. Yeah. It's a big difference. Right. It's, it just does something to you mentally when you actually write stuff down. Yep. So I agree. I agree. And doing it intentionally 
is really important. One, one of the things I still haven't seen in my club necessarily, maybe here and there, I've seen maybe one or two kids is really people own that kids really own that of take that time to do it. It's something I know there's a side that says, I hate saying do as I say, not as I do. Right. (laughs) But I do really work hard to be an example in that. Like I said, now as a coach, I do take notes on, um, I do take notes on camps and clinics that we have every Monday when we do our staff meeting, we do an athlete review and I have my coaches throughout the week, write down what they're seeing, what kids are doing well, what they need to work on. And we go through our athletes and and really look at that and, and evaluate it and dive into it. And it's very, very, it's very, very helpful to write things down. It's very, very helpful when you go back to things like we've been talking about, but making it a habit for kids is, is, is one thing, but in my life I do journal, but I just, I'm, I, I'm a lot, I'm a lot better at it now than I was an athlete. Like I said, I, I, I do it for wrestling stuff. I do it for clinics I, about our athletes, but daily, I would say, you know, I probably hit five to seven days a week. Um, sometimes I miss a day or two. I, I really try not to, but I get up in the morning. I listen to my devotions. I, 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 I write notes on it. Um, I take time to, to pray and journal about, you know, that day, whatever's coming up, whatever's going through my mind. And, and really it just keeps you healthy too. You don't, you don't keep things built up inside men. It's really important. We have, we have a epidemic epidemic. Is that the right word? We have an issue. There's a lot of issues with suicide nowadays, nowadays, just because people don't talk about what's going through. Right. As a man, we all have issues. I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter. We all have things we struggle with. So journaling is a great outlet. If you're not comfortable talking to someone, at least journal, get it out on paper, right? Get it out on paper. And so it's not sitting in your mind and you're just sitting there thinking about it. I love that, dude. That's huge. That's really, really, really huge. That's really huge. Um, I think another thing, I I think you just hit it. You said in the mornings, I think, uh, I think there's actually to speak on, like, I think there's actually like, when is the best time for you to probably journal. Personally, I do it in the mornings. I've had, I have times where I do it at night as well. Sometimes morning and night. I think if you can morning and night, it's great. Cause morning, I look at those times as that's prepping me for the day. I have my routine of get up, make my bed, take my cold shower, sit in front of my, my, my phone and, and, and listen to the devotional for that day, write stuff down journal, get things out, get my mind ready for the day and all the things that are going to come my way at night. It's great to take time to reflect. One thing I did back a couple years back was I found a 31 day topic generator. You can do, you can do it on apps. You can do it on whatever, but I found a topic generator online. And then every night I would just go and click it. It would generate a topic and I would write down for 10 minutes, set a, set a clock and write for 10 minutes on whatever that, that generated, which again, it's, it's just creating the habit at the end of the day. Sometimes it's just creating the habit first. Sometimes the habit might not be perfect where you're writing about every single wrestling thing, but habit habits take time. They take time over and over and over. So for you, for, for people listening, take, put a five minute clock on and go on Google. You can find an app on your phone that'll generate a topic for you and just write for five minutes about that topic. It doesn't matter what it is. 
like get used to the habit of, of writing, get used to the habit of having a topic and something where you're putting pen to paper. Right. Yep. Yep. yep, so. yep. Yeah. I think morning times is always best to me. Like I, I'm a five 30, <laughs> I'm a five 36 AM guy. Right. So yeah. uh, when I'm in camp, that's why I'm mostly doing my lifts and everything else. But um, I also think like everybody else is sleeping. Right. And uh, I'm not on my phone. I'm not on Insta. Right. And I think it's a good time for me to collect my thoughts especially going through those workouts and stuff like that and just thinking about today. And then right after that, I'm like journal, like right away, you yeah. know, um, I think it's really important. I think those are the best time for me. Um, or now lately I'm trying to get in the habit of, of if an idea comes up, like break it out right away, ready down. Yep. Right. Or if an issue comes up, boom, like just I carry my journal. I have a journal in my book bag. I carry my book bag everywhere. Boom. Make sure I attack it right away just so I don't lose it. The other great thing to do with that, too, is on your phone, you can, hey, Siri, reminder, hey, Siri, take down this note. My phone's trying to, I'm not talking to you literally right now, Siri. <laughs> but you can tell your phone to. Make a reminder, and then when you get to wherever you go as well, you can drive. Because a lot of times I'm driving, I get like 20 ideas in my head. Obviously, can't be journaling while I'm driving. But that's another great way to get the idea from here to here to paper to action, right? Anything that stays in the mind stays in the mind. But you get it out. You get it out into the on your phone. You get it out into the universe, right? You yep. speak it out, you you start thinking about those things, then then it starts becoming something, starts coming to life. Right. So journaling is really, really healthy. Great topic, by the way, man. I love this one. This is this is not something that we've talked about, but something that's not only helpful for athletes, but also helpful for people in business, people everyday life. Right? We're we're used to it because it's athletes. That's just like our habit. Yeah, but I do. Like we work every day. Yeah, man. Like it was I really started getting it when I hired my mental coach, Corey. And then um, I, uh, man, I, at the point of my life now, when um, it's a blessed situation, I think we're both blessed, bro. We have multiple locations and we have a lot of kids that look at us, dude, mm -hmm. you know? And um, one of the key things that God spoke into my heart of going out to who's number one and being the press conference, bro. And, and, uh, I pretty much like kind of uplifted my opponent and uplifted the event. Didn't talk smack. Like I, I led by example, bro. Like, you know, like, and, and kind of spoke on that. I, I stand on hard work and, and effort. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I preach to our kids and, uh, in this light now, like I said, I have a lot of eyeballs on me, bro. And a lot of them yeah. are little kids, dude. A lot are little kids. Not only little kids from our club, it's little kids from your club, and it's little kids across the country. Right. As we're reaching a whole bunch of lives and impacting a whole bunch of lives, right? So right. it's important for me after I take my L, like I had my head tall and I smile because it's a blessing and gratitude I can do that. And a lot of people are not on that stage. But also like... I cannot waste that lesson, right? I have to get it down on paper. I have to journal. And I reached out to my old mental coach because he retired. And, and I was just like, yo, I, I need you, right, uh, 
dude, like my plan is to be top 10 in the world. And that's, those are the guys I'm facing. And, uh, and I got him back. Like I actually have yeah. my mental tomorrow. Right. But he was the one that really got me into writing a lot of stuff down and journaling. Like, you know, it was kind of like, uh, you guys do like, it was like the winning mindset, right? Like going to yeah. mental have that notebook, right? He's the one that gave me like a little, like a little binder. And I'm like, bro, like, are you kidding me? Like, I pretty much got to go back to school again. Like you gave me like yeah. this whole binder, <laughs> this whole binder of worksheets. And he was the one that really told me like, Hey, it's important to write this stuff down. You know, it's really important. And my mental game and athleticism and just me as an athlete went to a whole nother level because of it. But not only that, but it, it was just really funny that like a lot of it, 20% or maybe even 30% was being an athlete. All the other ones was just like, how is your life in order? Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Like he had a scenario, like he, he has a thing called like, like, yo, Remember in the pandemic when you're on the highway in the 405 freeway, which is super packed in California, yeah. right? In yeah, the yeah. pandemic. All the time. All the time. There's, there's rush hour all the time, right? So in the pandemic, it was empty, right? It was crazy, right? Like, or in the pandemic, watching the strip, empty, ghost town. Empty, yeah. <laughs> so he has this scenario, like, pretend that you're on the 405 freeway and you're back in the pandemic, bro. Like, you know. And uh, you have your dream car. You got a Lambo. You got a Ferrari. You can you can air it out. Go 130 miles per hour. Ain't nobody gonna stop you. Ain't no cops in the way. But um, if all your tires do not are not full of air, like eventually they're gonna pop, right? So, like this tire wheel is like your life. Yeah. And then you gotta break it up in sections, right? It's also your family, like your home life, your business, your significant other your friends right and um it was really important writing that stuff down pretty much just like yo if you don't have all those air and your tires full you're not going to compete at 100 percent. yep yeah percent 100 percent, dude 100 percent. i agree that's that 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 work life competitive i mean you're doing a lot of things too like me doing a lot of things that all those balances are really really difficult they're hard to hard to maintain right yeah so like you're saying i think that's where journaling comes into place right that's where journaling helps out so man love it love the topic love what you love love the things you're going through love being able to share knowledge right so lots of things coming up in the weeks to happen i know next week i got ufc fights cody garbrandt fights next week and then a bunch of my other fighters have been assigned fights in February and March. So excited to get to work with some of these guys and girls and get them ready to go. Um, yeah, the holiday season's coming up. So like looking forward to, well, we're already in the holiday season, but Christmas is almost here two weeks. It's coming up so fast. I'm leaving to Colorado tomorrow. We've got about 30 kids or so going to Colorado and we're going to go watch the Air Force dual meet. We're going to take them to the Olympic Training Center. Places I coached at Air Force, I lived at the Olympic Training Center. So it is going to be really cool to take these kids to places that were a big part of my life. And I really look forward to um, just letting them see that and be inspired. Right? Us as coaches, we laid the groundwork. We had a, we had a career. 
your career is still going athletically, but mine's done. I'm done. There's no more. Le- there's nothing left for me to achieve athletically that I really think about now. It's okay. I I laid this foundation. I got to get some kids to get above that foundation, right? Where where I couldn't get on the wall at the Olympic training center for being a world medalist or world champ or Olympic champ, I got to find someone who can do it, right? Same thing with NCAA's. I wasn't able to get that up that final part and be a national champ, but laid enough groundwork that somebody else can see that groundwork, get on top of it, and, and, and go achieve that dream. So I really look forward to this trip and, and being with all my kids and families for the next couple of days. So we'll have that, and then we'll be back on next week. I got a great topic, so I'm looking forward to jumping on with you about it. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, dude, I love those trips, dude. I'm, I'm glad you're doing that. Uh, my favorite trip of the year always is uh, going to preseason nationals because we're actually – able to go to Iowa State or we're able to go to Grandview and those rooms, those college rooms are amazing yeah. to be part of, you know, and it's not actually, my favorite part's not the actual wrestling part. I mean, it's good that we can get one through. Elijah, we got through this year and won yeah. one, but it's the the key word you said, the inspiration that you can provide of like, damn, dude, I want to be here. Yep. Yep. I'm here. Like it's huge, absolutely. Yep. So, dude, I'm glad you're doing that. Those are my favorite trips ever. So, yeah, man. So, yeah. So, I guess we'll see you guys next week for sure. Can't wait for Chase's topic next week. And then, uh, a parting words is like, yo, go, go get a journal, start writing down everything that you guys are going through. Um, reach out to Chase or reach out to me for if you guys are having trouble like jotting stuff down, I'm pretty sure we'll give you guys like good foundation uh, points of like getting stuff down and just start writing, be honest. So yep. yeah, let's do it. Hey, this is the first shot podcast. Ian Silverback Butler, Chase the Dream Pammy. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.